Welcome to All Things Creepy. I'm your host, Micah James. So if you remember two weeks ago, we talked about real life curses. This week is kind of a part two to that, to the extent of we are talking about curses today, but specifically curses involving movies. Now, when I say curses involving movies, I don't mean something like that video from Ring, You're not going to die in seven days if you watch any of these movies. It's more so curses that people believe have affected the cast and crew of various films. So let's dive right in, shall we? Alright, so it is hard to talk about cursed movies without talking about potentially the most well-known cursed movie. While we're at it, this is probably the most well-known cursed film series, and that is the Poltergeist films. A lot of people believe that these films are cursed because a total of four people have died within six years of the initial Poltergeist being released. Heather O'Rourke, who played the titular character Carol Ann, died tragically at the age of 12 due to a congenital intestinal issue. Dominique Dunn, who played Carol Ann's older sister, Dana, was sadly murdered by an abusive boyfriend at the age of 22. And these were the two deaths that started the curse rumors. Following those two deaths were Julian Beck and Will Sampson. Beck played Henry Kane in the second movie and died at the age of 60 from stomach cancer. And Samson played Taylor in the second film. He ended up passing away from a from post-op kidney failure at the age of 53. All four of these deaths are very tragic and untimely. But with that being said, there are a few things to keep in mind when it comes to confidently saying that this is a cursed film. Julian had already been diagnosed with cancer and was fighting cancer when filming for the second movie had begun. Mm -hmm. Will's kidney failure, much like with any organ failure, could be called horrible timing. Any kind of bodily failure, it just is bad timing regardless of how you look at it. Heather was suffering from some type of illness during the filming of the series, which is why you kind of see her cheeks look puffier in subsequent films. As a side note, because her illness was very unfortunately misdiagnosed, people say that this is a sign that the curse is real. And when it comes to Dominique's unfortunate passing, While tragic and potentially avoidable, an abusive partner can be very unpredictable. To kind of put the cherry on top that makes this curse questionable is just the fact that it still doesn't explain how other key players of the films weren't affected at all by this curse and even if they were, why they weren't affected 
nearly as much as these four people. For example, Steven Spielberg was, I believe, the executive producer of the movie, or at least the initial movie, and I couldn't find any evidence of him being affected by the poltergeist curse. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. The next film we're talking about is Cannibal Holocaust. This one isn't necessarily cursed in the traditional sense, as there's no human death related to it, nor is there anything necessarily traditionally tragic when surrounding this film. The reason why people may label this one as cursed has more to do with the controversy surrounding this found footage film more than anything else. During filming, there was actual animal cruelty and death on set. And on top of that, the characters in the movie, this is a spoiler, end up getting killed. Not the actors, just the characters. And the director told the actors to go into hiding to make it seem like these characters actually died to make the movie a little more believable. Because the actors did go into hiding after the filming, it led many people to believe that this was an actual snuff film. In case you don't know what a snuff film is, there's not necessarily any proof, at least that I could find. I didn't go digging super hard that these are real things, but it's basically um, a recording of somebody's actual real death. So... People thought it was a legitimate snuff film. However, because of this, the director did go to trial and the actors were forced to come out of hiding to prove that the director didn't actually murder them. And from my understanding, it does seem like the director was charged with obscenity and animal cruelty and the murder charge was dropped as... Like I said, the actors came out of hiding to prove that they didn't die, just the characters. Our next cursed film is The Crow. This one has less to do with the movie and more to do with Bruce Lee and his family. And it reportedly goes back generations. I did start digging in to the Lee family curse and the more I looked into it the more I realized that I could do a whole entire episode on this. So because of that we are gonna focus on the crow and Bruce Lee's son Brandon. So if you know anything about this movie you know exactly what happened to Brandon Lee on set. In case you don't a prop gun had misfired and a projectile hit Brandon which caused his death. As far as curses go, this one can be easily explained. 
there was a very little budget and a lot of corners were cut because of that. To top it all off, there seemed to be a lot of other things going wrong that caused one setback after another. Moral of the story though, don't cut corners when it comes to even prop firearms or any other weapons. That's just one of the things that you just should not be playing around with. We've seen it happen in The Crow and there are a few other films in which it happened. So it's just, we just saw it recently with Alec Baldwin's film. So don't cut corners on stuff like this. It's not fun for anybody. Alright, so when it comes to the topic of curses in general, I feel like it's very hard to not talk about the devil, which is why our next curse film is Rosemary's Baby. Much like the Poltergeist movies though, this one can be chalked up to just very tragic things happening, but we'll talk about that in a second. Roman Polanski directed this movie and at the time he was married to Sharon Tate. If that name sounds familiar, you might be familiar with her killers. She was one of the unfortunate victims of the Manson family, being murdered just one year after the release of Rosemary Baby. But that brings up the question, why was this supposed curse lying in wait for an entire year? William Castle was another person to be affected from this supposed curse. He was the producer of the film and suffered from super painful gallstones right after the production of the film. And it ended up getting so bad that he eventually needed to get a series of treatments and surgery. This comes down to the fact that enough people get gallstones that it's hard for me to say that the curse is responsible for this one. And finally, the composer Christoph Cometa unexpectedly died after falling. Castle later wrote a memoir in which he states that Rosemary's baby is coming true, that witches are after the cast and crew. But the thing is, also much like the Poltergeist movies, this also doesn't necessarily explain how other cast and crew were able to get away relatively unscathed. <laughs> So let me know, is there any truth to any of these curses? Is there a cursed movie that I didn't cover that you think is actually cursed? You can hit me up on any of my socials. I'm on Instagram, I'm on, I'm on Tumblr, all that good stuff. I will see you guys next week with another creepy episode. See you guys then.
Welcome to Transforming 45, the podcast that celebrates the incredible power of passionate voices. I'm your host, Lisa Boat. Join me in conversation with heart-led humans who share their deeply personal stories of transformation. Transforming 45 is here to uplift, connect, and remind you that it's never too late to write your next chapter. So get ready to be inspired, empowered, and transformed. Join me in this community where through powerful storytelling, we heal and reclaim our inherent magic. Hi, I'm Lessa Cadet, host of her Extraordinary Life by Design podcast, where we celebrate women who are shaping their lives one extraordinary day at a time. I speak with women from all over the world about what they do and how they are passionately pursuing their dreams and creating meaningful impacts on their communities. So come join us and learn about all there is to learn about these extraordinary women. Electric acid.